Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to stand out on social media and be seen as the experts that they really are. The latest updates and trends from the social media space presented by me, your social media strategist and coach. Now, let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. You will have already noticed that we have a new intro to the podcast and also a new cover. But that's not the only thing that has changed since the last time you tuned in. This week, I have finally revealed my new branding. So in this episode, I wanted to give you a bit of a rundown on why I have made that decision and what is going to change around here. But in order to do that, we have to take it back to 2019 when I was still living in Belgium. Back then I was working a full-time job that wasn't fulfilling at all. And I felt like I was, I don't know if I can say that, but wasting my potential every single day I got up and went to work there. After a few weeks of working there, I started to manage the company's social media pages, mostly because I was the youngest person there and I had a marketing degree. So people were like, yep, let's give her the socials, she can do that. And the funny thing was that I really enjoyed it and it was actually my favorite part of the whole job. With that, I also started to read up more on social media. It was my first job after all, so I really wanted to give it my all and try experimenting with a company account. They gave me carte blanche with it so I could literally do whatever I wanted. At the same time, I think I also realized that I really enjoyed doing social media marketing and I wanted to do it as my full-time job, but I just didn't really feel confident enough to quit my full-time job and pursue this as my actual passion. You also have to think I had just moved to Belgium a year before they speak Flemish there and even though my mother tongue is German, I still wasn't 100% fluent in Dutch. So I was still learning and now I am pretty fluent, but back then I wasn't really. So it was really difficult for me to find work there as a social media manager because companies expected me to write in Dutch. So I would have had to look for companies abroad, which is also what I did in the end. But that was one of the main limitations that I had. I didn't really have that, that language security that I have now. So what I did is basically I decided to do social media marketing as a side hustle. And I quickly started to manage an Instagram and a Facebook account for an Australian travel company. I know it was so random, but they basically just let me do whatever I wanted with the account. They were just like, yep, you just want to have like three or four posts a week. You, you do what you think is best and just do, do what you like. And after a few weeks of working on the account for the first time in that company's history, they got a client through Instagram. So obviously my confidence went through the roof. I was so happy about that. And I decided to pitch them my services at a full price because up until then, I worked for them for free, like for a month or two already, um, as some sort of an internship. And I was super grateful that I got to, to do that, to have experience to manage a social media page that was not the one from my work, but a bit of a different thing. And funnily enough, I pitched them my services at a really ridiculously low price, like, I don't know, 300 euros a month or something. So like a really low price. And... The funny thing was that that was the spring of 2020 and as a travel company at that time 
yeah, they were literally out of business and also I think never really recovered from that since I haven't really seen them around anymore. Well, what that meant for me was that they rejected my offer. I was in lockdown, wasn't able to work and I was just not in the right mindset to throw myself into setting up my own business. So it took me a few more months until I think September 2020 before I actually took the plunge and decided to register a business in Belgium. And I have to say, all I did back then was create content and grow my following. I didn't pitch my services to anyone. I didn't really sell any of my offers. I was just creating content to educate people because at that time, everyone was always saying that you have to post valuable content, otherwise people won't buy from you. So all I did was create valuable content and People were really interested in the content. I had really high engagement, but yeah, nobody was really interested in hiring me. So yeah, that was a, a big learning for me back then as well. And when I created my first business account, what I did was just create a little bit of a mood board with some photos that I liked from Canva. And then I just picked colors from those photos and put them a bit together. I was like, yeah, looks great. This is going to be my branding. So back then, I just didn't really believe that that was going to be my full-time job, which is one of the reasons why I didn't invest in an actual logo or branding at that time. I just wanted to set it up and see where it goes. So there was not really a very strong commitment to the thing. And yeah, as you can already see, the whole mindset back then was not really on point just yet. Fast forward to a few months later, my boyfriend and I decided that we no longer wanted to live in Belgium and we wanted to return to New Zealand, where we had originally met six years earlier. And that for me was the moment where I had to decide if I wanted to apply for another full-time job once we were in New Zealand or if I was going to go all in on being my own boss and just make it work. And I'm really happy, obviously, that I chose the latter. But once we moved to New Zealand, yeah, it was um, an interesting thing because I had all the time in the world, literally, because I didn't have a job, but my boyfriend did. So he went to work every single day and I was just at home establishing my own business. And that was the first time that I also really had time to think of my brand identity and what I wanted my business to look like. So I gave my website a big refresh, got rid of some of the colors in my branding that I didn't like, updated my fonts a little bit. But again, that was just me playing around in Canva and not really asking anyone for help that knows a thing or two about graphic design. And yeah, that's when uh, Socials by Hannah really became a thing with its own branding, a little bit of some brand guidelines. And yeah, at the time I was really, really happy with the branding. I thought I did such a great job and it really reflected who I was at the time. And I think also what I wanted to do with my business. But in the last few months, and probably I would say since mid-2020 or so, I've just felt that the branding is not me anymore. I wasn't really excited about the branding anymore, and it felt very outdated, sad-looking in a way as well. And I've even had people like my business coach or client tell me that they thought my branding didn't really reflect my character or my personality. So 
I think in about November of last year, I started talking with my best friend back home in Italy, who is a graphic designer and who is super talented at designing logos and brand identities. So I got her on board and we started coming up with a branding that matched my personality more and my character. At about the same time, I also worked on a project with a client who was relaunching her beauty brand. You might have seen that on my socials. And I helped her with the whole social media part of the launch. And during that project, I realized that I am no longer just a social media manager. I am a lot more to most of my clients. There is also so much more in me than just being someone's content creator and order taker in a way. It was probably also the first time that I felt like I had a seat at the table in someone's business rather just than just executing what they had in mind. And the funny thing is that that was also one of my favorite and most successful projects because my client, who is the expert in her business, and I, who am the expert in social media marketing, came together and brought all of our expertise into the project. So I think as a social media strategist or consultant, I can bring much more value to a business than if I just, in a way, mindlessly make content for them without them having a proper strategy, without them having an input into what goes onto their social media. And I think that was really the last piece of the puzzle that I needed to realize that I had to take my business in a different direction than where I was heading at the time. I always felt that I would set up a social media agency, that I would have lots of employees or subcontractors who help me with client work and that they would create content and schedule it. And after the project last year, I just really understood that I enjoy the social strategy side of the thing more than the designing of posts and supporting the client in that way. Long story short, you will hear much more about this on my socials in the next few days as well still. Or if you're listening to this episode later on and you already know this, but I will no longer be a social media manager. I will no longer support businesses with content creation like I used to do in the past, but I would rather help them with the strategy side of things so that someone else can then take over the creation side. And I'll talk about this more on the socials as well still, but the thing is, a lot of businesses really believe that they need a social media manager while they actually could get away much cheaper and with much more value if they just hired a strategist for a specific period of time or just for a specific project rather than hiring a full-time employee or even a contractor that they have to pay on a monthly basis. This obviously also means that I will be offering a different range of services from one-on-one -on -one sessions that I already offered to strategy audits where we deep dive into your strategy and identify problems that might hold you back from growing or converting followers into clients or any other social media problems that you might have to also custom consulting projects for launches or um, yes, other special times in your business. With how social media has evolved in the last few months, I really believe that I can provide more value to a business in this way compared to when I take over 
manage the whole social media. You are the expert in your business and outsourcing your social media completely to someone else is just not going to work anymore in 2023. I know that a lot of social media managers are going to disagree with me, but I see daily what social media managers do on accounts and to be honest the best results come from accounts where the business owner is highly involved and the problem is that lots of people who hire social media managers don't want that involvement so it's really really hard to find clients who want to be highly involved but still let you do your thing as the social media expert in 2023 You either need to find that perfect match of social media manager and business owner who wants to be involved, who wants to bring in ideas, who wants to film stuff. If you don't find that match, then your social media is not going to be as successful as it can be, which is where I come in because I can help you identify what you actually need in your business. If that is a VA or a social media manager, maybe you just need a graphic designer Or maybe you don't need anyone at all. You just need to learn how to do it yourself. That is what I will be focusing on in the new year. Obviously, just because I will be offering new services, that doesn't mean that the rest of my business is going to change completely. In fact, most of the things are just going to stay the same. Yeah, the podcast has a new cover and a new intro. But for the rest, I will continue to upload episodes every two weeks and there is also always going to be a new blog post that you can read if you're not really into listening or if you just want to recap the episode afterwards. The podcast is still going to be a no-fluff, interesting and actionable kind of podcast. I'm trying to keep episodes short and sweet so you can get the most value out of the time that you have. But I also am wanting to bring on more guests again this year. That is something that I did in the beginning and I really, really enjoyed that. But I didn't really find too many people that I thought were inspiring last year. So I want to bring on more guests and this is where you come in. If you are someone who would like to be on my podcast or if you would like to hear someone else on the podcast that you find really inspiring or that you would love to hear more, Send me a message and let's chat. For the rest, I will still continue to post valuable content in all of my social media channels. I will just have a new refreshed look. For a while now, I have wondered if I should post more personal business insights rather than the more general social media content. And maybe I will also post a little bit more about our life in New Zealand on there as well. So if you're interested in that, make sure to follow me on Instagram and all the other social media channels. And lastly, my Sunday social media newsletter is still going to keep going and is still going to keep you updated on all the latest news and trends from the social media space. And what I find the most important part is that I also always mention how you can leverage that as a business owner. Because lots of newsletters just repeat the news that they have found somewhere else and don't really interpret them for you. I know that you're busy and you're always wondering, but how does that affect me or how could I use that? And that is exactly what I'm doing in my newsletter. So if you haven't subscribed yet, I will put the link in the show notes as well so you can sign up and receive the newsletter every two weeks on Sunday evening if you are in New Zealand. So that was a rundown on why I decided to do a rebrand and why I'm not going to be a social media manager anymore from this moment onwards. 
At this point, I also want to say thank you to everyone who has already messaged me about the new branding. I'm recording this episode on the day that I revealed the branding and yeah, it has been really, really great. I have received so many messages and comments and someone said that they think my personality has really been reflected well in the logo and in the branding in general. And that makes me really, really happy because that is exactly what we wanted to do with this brand refresh and I think it's also one of the advantages of working together with your best friends of more than 15 years because guess what I didn't do all of this logo and designing myself it was all done by my incredible friend Steph who is a fantastic graphic designer she knows me in and out she knows my personality and she has done a fantastic job at bringing that into the new brand so all the kudos have to go to her. If you comment on my brand reveal post, then I'm sure she will see it. In fact, she told me today that she went through the comments and that she was really happy about them too. So if you love the new branding and you haven't left a comment there, please leave it so she can see it. I hope that you enjoy the new branding as much as I do. I'm gushing about it. I love it so much and I'm happy that I got a positive response so far. I hope I can support your business soon as well with one of my new services. But in the meantime, I just want to say thank you again for supporting my business and this podcast, no matter what stage it is in or what it looks like in terms of branding. I will be back with another episode in two weeks when it's again time to talk socials.